It's time for Baseball Talk on the Sports Podcast with exclusive social streaming via the Baseball Network on Instagram. Be sure to follow the Baseball Network on Instagram and share your baseball content with them to be featured. You're listening to the Sports Podcast. That was a distant... Distant, right? right? It was like you were down the street. Right. Yeah. We, we, we missed it. Yeah. Drive-by. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're talking baseball right out of the gate today. Yes. And as we mentioned, um, in partnership with Game Day Baseball. Right. Being the off-season and all, we want to just help educate the players, coaches, even parents, you know, right. with some of our baseball knowledge. And we're going to bring in to the podcast some outsider knowledge from current and ex-professionals. Sure. Um, today, we are going to talk about controllables. Mm. Just you and I, you know, coach a lot of baseball, been around right. a lot of it. Definitely had my fair share of uncontrolled moments growing up. And, really? You know, coachable moments. Right. Um, but I think uncontrollables are extremely important, not only in baseball and other sports as well. Specifically in baseball, very important because baseball is more so a sport where you need to be thinking all the time, right? right? And you need or to not have, thinking. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, and the things you can control, we're, we're speaking about, you know, hustling on and off the field, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about your character in the dugout. What type of teammate are you? Right. Right. How do you... How do you control your language? You know, stuff like that. Sure. Well, I just controlling your reactions to the uncontrollables, I think, is the big one. Right. Right. Because I think there's just with a a lot of um, a lot of players uh, just misunderstand, uh, you know, what they actually have control or or they they know it, but they just don't really apply it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting caught up in what the other team is doing, what the, the umpire is doing, what the mound is like. And all those things are going to affect your confidence, are going to affect your thoughts. And then when your thoughts are kind of going all over the place, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be able to play at the, the highest level you can. Right. Well, and, and one thing I like to tell the kids uh, is one pitch at a time, right? Sure. You control the work. That, and we talked a little bit last week about, you know, the type of work you put in behind the scenes, essentially. You know, mm-hmm. what is your routine? Right. You know, and that goes back to... What are you doing while you're practicing, right? What goes into making that the best possible pitch you can throw, the best sure. possible approach you can take up to the to the box? You know, right. what are you doing in those in those hours where, where nobody's watching, essentially, right? Right. Well, and also in games, you know, how do you mm-hmm. reset your mind? How how do you, uh, you know, as part of your routine, how do you you get yourself back to a point of confidence when you're struggling? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think, geez, what did you do? Me? Yeah, to help you just kind of get back to your right right frame of mind. Well, I mean, it just depended on where I was. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I was in the box, I'd take step out with the left foot. Mm-hmm. Um, I had pine tar right above the um, right above the tape. Yep, would go right left. Um, put the hands together like fingers laced, and you know, put the bat down, mm-hmm. fingers laced, and then put bat back our hands back on the bat and just go to work. Yep, yep. I mean there's various ways and, and there's there's guys making a lot of money in the major leagues at many wait, levels. Wait, what? Not the players. They don't play for the love of the game? <laughs> no, most Ew. most people do. What are right. you talking about? Yeah. No, guys from a psychological standpoint who are out there to help these top athletes. Oh, right, right. You know, deal with stuff that Sometimes they have issues with these controllables, and we see it boil over. It's a long, long season, 162 games, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to dumb it down and just worry about the things that you can control, right? Right. Well, I I mean, uh, the thing that is that you've got these guys who are, are very physically gifted. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, as good as you, you know, as hard as you work, as much as you try, 
Um, as good as your mental approach is going to be, there are some physical limitations. If you can only throw 82 because your body only allows you to throw 82, it doesn't matter how good the other stuff is. So they, they're there, you know, initially because they have a, a great uh, physical abilities, not initially, but that's, that's a big part of it. But being able to, you know, how, how the best players separate themselves from the average players is, is the mental part of the game. Yep. And it's the ability to control and live in the moment, be present with every single pitch. Like you were saying, one pitch, one pitch at a time, you can't control the last pitch. Mm -hmm. So whatever happened really doesn't matter. So you yeah. got to be able to, you know, whatever the term is reset, or I've heard some coaches flush you right. want to flush it, um, you know, that's that's the key. And to be able to, to focus on the very next one, because that's really the only one that counts, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. the one coming at you right now. Right. Well, and we talked a little bit last week as well about just in your in your preparation, right? Like, that's the confidence that you bring into that moment. Sure. You know, is how much work have you put into that. And that's how much confidence you're going to bring into that moment. And, it, and it's the hoping, hoping versus believing aspect right. of just being able to control even that, you right. know, like, are you going up there and believing that you are going to succeed or are you going up there just hoping that you're going to succeed because right. you just happen to be in that position? Right. You know, now, I mean, it's, it's a really layered, uh, element to, to the game is being able to control your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of that goes with it. You know, controlling your thoughts is based off of what you've done in practice. Have you built up that confidence? to go in and step in the box because you have to. Mm -hmm. If you haven't, then you the next practice, you really need to, to get there. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, just to, to con if you can't control your thoughts, you can't control your actions. And if you can't right. control your actions, you're not going to be successful. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the actions that I think should be an athlete's first step is setting a goal, right? That's something sure. that anybody can control is, okay, right. here's where I want to go. Mm -hmm. How am I going to get there? Right. right. And set a, set a realistic goal, realistic expectations, and work towards that to succeed. And there's so much that goes into that, but that goes along with a controllable. It's something that you are in control of, right? We talk right. a lot about the player wanting it more than the parent, than the coach, right? Mm -hmm. It's a perfect example right there. You have to be the one that sets that goal. You have to be the one that goes after and attains that goal by putting all the work into it, you know? Right. And I just think, I, I just think, if you can't control, you have nothing, right? Right. Well, so. well, I, I just think that you know, especially younger players can get really caught up in and with. Uh, well, first of all, I think the biggest uncontrollable that that affects players and parents and, mm -hmm. and everyone is umpires. Yeah. Just anticipate that the umpire is going to make bad calls. Just anticipate that, you know, some days you're going to have really crappy umpires, mm -hmm. you know, even at the highest level, even even that, you know, in the World Series, it's a couple games you're like, yeah, you know, so but the, the bottom line is, do you have control over it? Right. Then don't waste any of your time on thinking about it. Right. Because it doesn't help you. I mean, that's that's the idea with controllables and uncontrollables is what is going to help you be a better player what is going to help you be successful on this next pitch yep and anything that is on the pro side you go with anything that's on the con side don't even think about it get rid of it mm -hmm. and i think i think uh focus and control go hand in hand right sure. because because you can't be thinking about stuff that is outside of your realm of you know capabilities and capacities right, right. And, and your focus needs to be like i said on your performance and on your behavior, right? And that's how you're gonna be able to gauge if you're successful, right? You can't sure. gauge if you are successful or not based off of a blown call, right? right? If you set a goal and you reach it, then you've attained that goal, right? Right. But if you're if you're throwing intangibles into the mix, then it's it's not gonna go anywhere for you. Right. And and, and you know, the, the it just it is a part of just uh 
you know, fighting through certain things because, I, and we're not saying that it's not frustrating. Of course, you're a human right. being. It's frustrating when you have a bad umpire. It's frustrating when you're on a mound that's a plateau or, mm-hmm. or one that's, you know, you got to, where, where your landing foot is, there's a huge hole or you're landing on your ankle or the side or something like that. Those are frustrating things, but you've got to figure out a way to not allow that to affect your performance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it's it's not something you just roll out of bed and it's easy to do. No. You have to, to work at it. You have to practice it, but you really have to have the mindset. I mean, energy follows thought. Mm-hmm. So whatever you think, whatever pictures you you put in your mind, if it's negative or positive, that's probably what the result is going to end up being mm-hmm. most of the time, especially in baseball. Oh, yeah, exactly. You got to go up and you have to play on both sides of the ball with a certain certain level of swag, right? Swagger, where you have so much confidence you mean, in your abilities. And you talk about it. You tell everybody talk how about good you are. Tell everybody swag. how good you are. No, you awesome. let, your, <laughs> you let your bat and your glove do the talking. I sure. Think. But I, I think in terms of baseball, in terms of a, a young baseball player looking to grow within the game, things that for starters, because we kind of started going off on a little more advanced controllables, for starters, say you're a youth baseball player, what are your top three controllables that a kid can, you know, really start to grow off of? Well, I mean, I, I would go with, um, you know, what you can control is is your preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, what you control is, um, you know, your focus mm-hmm. um, and your reactions. Yep. You know, I, I think that, you know, I don't know if that's really, a, there's a long list. You know, I don't know yep. if I can go with just three, but those are just what but come just to me at the top of my head. But just for starters, I think, yeah, those are good ones that, that a young athlete can just begin to start to grasp the concept of these are things that I can control. And then right. you start to build off of those sure. and build and build. And then next thing you know, you're controlling a lot of stuff within your game. Right. I, I mean, and, and the stuff that we were talking about, the more advanced stuff, that's those are really little uh, subtext, subheadings mm-hmm. in those other things. But I, I think you, you know, you have to start at kind of basic uh, but just with a general idea of, of what you want to do. But if you just go with those three things, those are very vague. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just go, okay, I'm going to vote. I can control my preparation. Well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What is your preparation? How yeah. are you going to do it? And that gets back in routines in terms of, um, you know, certain things that you do are going to help you, uh, you know, relax. It's going to help your, your mental game so that when you are relaxed and just kind of playing free, um, you know, you're going to play at a, a higher level. You know, when you're tense, when you when you have anxiety, it doesn't work for baseball. It may work for, you know, intensity works for, for football. It works for basketball. Um, but in baseball, you can't really have that. You can't have that intensity because um, it, it's just going to, it's going to eat you up. Well, yeah, it's a sport where you have to slow the game down sure. because it's, it's so many things happening at one time. I mean, you're hitting around baseball coming in you know 95 plus for the elite athletes for the kids the kids kids are hitting 95 you haven't watched any recent no. uh, youth baseball i should have watched the call little league world <laughs> series this year the mlb projection 128 <laughs> <laughs> remember just to go what was that guy's name back in the day he yeah they actually caught him on a lie was uh danny almonte was that oh his yeah name? yeah the kid from uh from brooklyn i think yeah um, he was dude he was 47, 47 years old. But I think uh, in terms of controllables, just for starters, I, I like to tell tell the guys that I coach, you can control your hustle, right? Mm-hmm. Very importantly, you can control your language, right? What type of person are you? What type of person yeah. do your teammates, you know, see you as, right? right? And then you can control um, 
just the way that you conduct yourself from the second you show up to the field, right? What type of, like, we deal with high school players, right? We go to showcases, and that's one of the big things. Like, if you're a recruiter, if you're a scout, you know, if you're a coach looking for another player for your program, and you show up and you see a bunch of high schoolers just goofing off around the dugout mm-hmm. before the game, after the game, they have no plan. Right. That's a nonverbal right there showing you have no clue, right. you know, but you see good programs. For example, Nate Trotsky runs a really good baseball program. Sure. Like he has his kids show up, they're doing band work, they're working on specific throwing routines. They are working on specific, you know, ground ball routines. This is all before the game. It's mm-hmm. like a nice little, you know, organized program. And then you take a look at some of the programs that are out there just to be there. Like, hey, we got a spot on the roster. Come show up. Right. These kids are rolling up, you know, crawling up the side of the dugout to grab a paper airplane they made with the roster. You know, it's just laughable in some right. instances. Well, and and also, you know, how you actually show up to the park. Are you like in shorts and with your hat on back on sideways mm-hmm. and? Um, you know, just not looking yeah, like how do you you're, present yourself. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, I mean, show up with with your pants on. You don't have to have your cleats walking around, but mm-hmm. um, play the look, part of, a, of an athlete. Look like a baseball player mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the the difficulty in finding the right guys for scouts is is so high. You know, in, in order to to kind of weed guys out, that's what they're looking for. Because as you get to the higher levels, the talent level shrinks down, mm-hmm. and then it becomes more about the mental part of the game. And they want to know, you know, how is he going to react and, and how you present yourself is really kind of an indicator to them of, uh, of how they can project you as a player mm-hmm. because they know how important the mental part of the game is. Yep. Yep. And I, and I guess to like circle back around with everything, like there, like you said, there are so many different aspects within controllables. Right. But I think we just wanted to just touch upon it, you know as a couple coaches who see it every single time we hit the field, you right. know, and, you, and there's kids who are at various levels on every team in terms of what can they control and what can they not control, but right. just the basics, you know, your language, your hustle, your yep. heart, you know, I think those will take you a long way. Right. Well, and, and also, you know, part of, of, you know, controlling the controllables is not making excuses when you don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying, "Well, yeah, but he," or "Yeah, but this umpire," or "But yeah, the other team was." You know, when when you get into situations where you have, you know, one of your players is chirping at the other team, um, and they say, "Well, they were chirping first. It's like, no, that's not that's not how it works. Just because someone else is doing something wrong mm-hmm. because they're playing the game the wrong way doesn't open the door for us to to be knuckleheads and mm-hmm. to do it the wrong way also right i mean you can't control again it's something you can't control the other team sometimes are going to chirp sometimes they're going to you know talk trash and try to get in your head and and sometimes they do that because they're not good enough to play at the level that they need to mm-hmm. so they're trying to bring you down to their level and, and you can't let them do that and even from a coach's standpoint like you like you mentioned you know you can't control balls and strikes you know from an umpire and right. and and th- that parlays into so many things uh from a from just being a leader, you know, right. being the coach, like how is this a coachable moment? Sure. You know, how can I control myself as a coach in this moment? You know, that's another really good point because we see a lot of coaches who are preaching one thing and then doing another, mm-hmm. and it, it's extremely hypocritical. And how can you expect your players to respect you um, and do what you're asking them to do if you can't do it yourself? If you're chirping at umpires, if you're losing your composure, you know, you're going off on profanity-laced tirades, 
And then you tell your kids, well, you got to control your emotions. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That makes no sense whatsoever. And and kids are not idiots. They can see what's going on. And, and mm-hmm. if you don't have the self-awareness to realize that, that, <laughs> that that's bad and you're kind of making your job more difficult, then you really don't belong in coaching. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe you're a great player. Good for you. But that doesn't mean you're going to be a, a great coach because a great coach is someone who's able to not control but to influence a group of people and not just you know have control over yourself Mm -hmm. well and it also breaks down the uh, in this case it would be a facade of you know authority you know so are you really a coach or you know they're not going to take you seriously if you aren't going to be the the actual coach you know in a true sense of the word so i think it speaks on many levels but just controllables in general i think as you learn and as you grow as an athlete more and more will you know show up on your on your on your plate and you're going to just have to figure out how can i control myself in this situation and it's going to go a long way and and it has nothing to do with athletic performance right. you know which is the cool thing right well and and also be honest with yourself when you are allowing the the uncontrollables to affect your play mm-hmm. you know and figure out a way figure out a plan come up with goals get a routine in order to reverse that because until you do it's going to be a struggle it's going to be yeah. frustrating well and we we've spoken predominantly just about controllables in negative situations right sure there are controllables in being a, a star athlete as well right there's a way to go about being you know a charismatic elite athlete right without you know fluffing your feathers and let your glove and your bat do the talking essentially sure you know? and I'm, that's kind of one of those old school baseball things you see right. bryce harper and some of the other players and and i get it at that pro level like david ortiz talking about well you have no room to talk because you've never hit a home run off somebody throwing the ball 95 miles an hour but then you have mike trout who hits a home run off a guy throwing 98 102 right puts his head down runs around the bases sure. you know my and and not to say that you know I just don't think that it's good for for younger players to emulate those kinds of things from, you know, from uh, the the guys in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you don't really even understand why you're doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's different styles and different flares. I, I I'm more on your side and, and the the idea that Mike Trout just you know what, play mm-hmm. hard, put your head down. And to me, the ultimate smack talk is a scoreboard. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to tell you how good I am if I can show it to you on the scoreboard. And the guys who are still, and that's the thing that drives me nuts, is you get around these teams who are getting boat raced, mm-hmm. you know, getting curb stomped, and they're they're talking trash. And it's like, you shouldn't be saying anything. Mm-hmm. Or a, a guy in a dugout who's, you know, on a team, he's, he's 0 for 4 with three punch outs, and their team is winning, and he's over there chirping. You know, and 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 jumping around and and acting like a, a, a knucklehead, and it just makes you look dumb. Yeah, you you look like a fool when you right. do that kind of stuff. Right. So I, you know, in closing, I think uh, you know, as we've spoken, both sides of the ball, you know, and and good and bad results, the controllables are, I think the the easiest thing that you can do is be able to control yourself right and 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 just work at it Mm -hmm. i mean paint positive mental pictures in your head um that allow you to be successful don't let negative stuff in when it does figure out a way to get it out yep because a lot of the times these these people looking to uh, recruit at the next level that's their first impression of you is is something that's not even a play on the field it's something that you're controlling with your character right. and just the way you conduct your business. Well, I mean, go back to those stories when we talked to Nate Trosky and he was, you know, 
really talking about uh, players who they don't you don't even see them play for an inning. It's just how do you prepare? What are you doing before the game? How you're interacting with your teammates? Um, all the little things, and you know, then a scout leaves before the the first pitch is even thrown, knowing. Mm-hmm. If that guy's gonna work or not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everyone's watching all the time. All the time, eyes on you. No. So that 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 wraps up this week's um, kind of topic in terms of yeah. with game day. What we wanted to accomplish here is just kind of help you grow within the game. Sure. You know, as an athlete, as a coach, as a player. And and next week, what are some of the topics that we're gonna go over next week? I think we have a, a, a nice long laundry list of stuff. Well, we started talking about um, you know body language, mm-hmm. how you present yourself, being a good teammate, mm-hmm. um, little things that we kind of touched on before. But you know, focus, attitude, poise uh, is kind of a combination of things. Um, hustling, not swearing, right? Which is we can go a step further in, in a lot of these controllable topics and just use real life examples from youth all the way on up through pro sports of right. seeing pros and cons of not being able to control yourself no you know? no or being able to you know coachable moment type sure. situation sure so all right well that closes up baseball talk thanks to uh game day baseball for the opportunity to uh talk about some of these great things and help the kids kind of grow and learn right absolutely let's talk some football okay